Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! And welcome to the Retrograde, a video game podcast where this week we answer your spooky questions. The scariest episode of the month. Uh, My name's Andrew Bascom, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey, ere when the bell tolls, your time has come. Worth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing retrograde, guys. It is we're we're right into the heart, right, stake in the heart of retrograde right now. Uh, the scariest month of them all. Yeah, we are. Question for you. You mentioned stakes and hearts, yes. and and uh, I have questions for you because our listeners have questions for us this this week, and this is what we're going to be doing for the the entirety of the episode. But before we get to that, Andrew, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stakes and hearts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What mythical beast creature okay, sure. of horror? Do you think you would have the best chance of killing? Mummy. Let's take Zombie? Zo- yeah. Mum- mummies. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Why are Moving they- on. Next question. <laughs> what else you got? Why are they so strong Um. in, in, in like movies? Because isn't that one of their things? They have like super strength? Yeah. I think that- uh, Have you ever yeah. seen one in real life? Have I seen, well, like, oh, I've seen someone that's been mummified? Yeah. Yes. Yes. They, I've, I've you, been to one of these horrible- colonizing museums. No, I, mine was in Egypt. Oh, you actually went to one yeah, in yeah, Egypt? Yeah, yeah. You just started digging and found one? or Well, I just figured I could take one and bring it to a British museum and then <laughs> see it better there. <laughs> they give one away when you just go at the airport. Uh, yeah, it, they're they're under so much protection because if you touch them, they'll turn to dust. Yeah. I'm not afraid of them. No. Which 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 horror creature? I'm still struggling. Take two. <laughs> take two. Would you most want to be hunting you? What would yeah, I want them maybe, to be hunting? Maybe with? there's some fun. Maybe maybe it is a mummy, and you just you know punch a hole through it. Yeah, like okay, but that's the thing. Okay, back to the mummy sex. I okay. don't feel like I got sure. to fully clarify this sure. one. But well, you said it, next question. Well, I, I was it was being facetious, but it, okay. it's just I I would say that there are very different types of mummies. You watch like the mummy, like Tom Cruise, the mummy. Yes, and you're like that thing is like rabid and like wild and stuff like that. Then you watch a classic one, and they're just lumbering, yeah, kind of like zombie like, right? But then we sped those up, and now we sped mom, mummies up too. So well, the interesting thing is, I almost said mummies. <laughs> <laughs> we did speed. Who would want to kill mommy? <laughs> Oh boy, Lois! <laughs> yes, um, Doctor Freud stands up from his cat casket. It's like, oh, very interesting. I'm like, not now. <laughs> A mummified Doctor Freud. <laughs> yeah. um, you mentioned because you said because you've seen the Mummy with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, counterpoint: No, they haven't. <laughs> no <laughs> one saw that movie. That movie doesn't exist. I don't think it did. Uh, one of my favorite favorite things is the Dark Universe, the Dark Universal un- Universe that they Th- that didn't happen. That didn't happen because it's just. Marvel did this thing where they're like, we made a Marvel Cinematic Universe. How much they actually had planned, I think is sometimes overthought out. Like they, they're they like, oh, and then they did this and they did this. I was like, well, actually a lot of things were like rolling with the punches. You're talking Marvel? I'm talking Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then people looked at Marvel and went, oh man, we need to get a, our mm-hmm. own connected universe. And so, but the difference was everybody planned everything out. So yes. Universal did one where it was going to be uh, Russell Crowe as uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, Tom Cruise as Tom Cruise in, but is being hunted by a mummy. By a mummy. Yeah, yeah. he's not the mummy. Don't and worry. He's not Van Helsing or any other notable monster hunter. No, we we wouldn't wrap him up. Like like we can't cover that <laughs> no, beautiful face. Not. Um, and then it was uh oh my god, uh, Javier Badam was gonna be Frankenstein. Uh, and then somebody somebody else very famous was gonna be somebody. Else. And you're just like, and they had them. They have a photo shoot oh, together. That's amazing. They have them all planned. That's they're like, don't you fucking worry. One movie comes out, and they're like, let's get the fuck out of this yep. business. Yep. Was the was connected universes the cryptocurrency of Hollywood? Yeah, it's the NFT cryptocurrency. Yeah. You pick one. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah, the cryptocurrency. Hope everyone's Dogecoin is doing okay. <laughs> um, the, you know, to answer your question though, to you know, about from sixty minutes ago was uh, was which one would I want to be hunted? Uh-huh. If I was a brave man that was like a Van Helsing type, oh yeah, I think it would be the werewolf because Ooh. you kind of go like, is tomorrow full moon? Fuck yeah. And you like kind of strap get, on some leather gloves and you're like, I'm going to kick the shit out yeah, of the werewolf. And, and like similar to how like teachers and firefighters have very easy jobs because there's designated break periods of long times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I could go on. I think Van Helsing also has a pretty easy job because for 21 days of every month, what are you worried about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it every 21 days is a full moon? Isn't it? Oh no, because I think it waxes and wanes. So maybe every two weeks or so. Yeah. So it can't be much harder than being somehow a firefighter. Somehow that's related to the tides and that's somehow related to... Uh, women's period cycle, and I don't know what's going on with the world. No, anymore. no, no, no. Women's period cycles, witchcraft, Andrew. Oh, that's, re- sorry. Which also, the thing I would not want to be haunted by. A witch. 
Oh no, women's period cycle. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't think nice us as men could handle it. <laughs> no, oh, um, God no. no. We could handle being a firefighter, like easy jobs like that. If if men had not to do this, but if men had periods, it's a good movie. You should write this. If men had periods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, a, it's the What Women Want sequel. Yes. Mel Gibson should be in this one too because it will be if equally periods, unappealing. We'd all hate Jews. <laughs> if men had periods. What Women Want to colon sugar tits. <laughs> what men want to colon? Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. What Women Want. Oh no. See, I even did it. Um, yeah. um, if men had periods, mm -hmm. you would be able to take like three or four sick days every month. No questions asked. Oh, absolutely. And the and the product would be free. Yes, that's true too. Yes. That's true too. Thank God we don't. Oh, because we got to make money off it. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, I got to make a full dollar to everyone 75 cents. Am I going to hand out sick days every week? No. <laughs> Give me a break. Um, uh, the, here's here's the, the correct answer to that question. And I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I've always, I've always wanted this for me and for my friends. I want to be hunted by okay. a killer doll. Really? Like Chucky. Yes. Because oh, I, the, not I'm, a fucking chance that thing is getting to jump on me. No way. There's not a chance. You just raise your like, like lock it out. First of all, second of Solid all, plan. second of all, just raise your doorknob like a little bit. Yeah. And then when you want to have some fun, you let it in and it's going to amble after you with a knife that's half its size and you just boot it in the face. Right. I would have so much fun with that. This goes back to your longstanding beef with Kirby. It's barely even a beef, <laughs> right? It's like, it's one-sided. He thinks he can take lean me. Beef. I know I can take him. It's lean beef. Yeah. I, you don't think you could beat? No, because it's never just like, I'm a crazy doll that's going to kill you. It is in the first Chucky's. I agree. But humans naturally are weak. This is why I'm always amazed that we kind of got to Our the listeners, top of the maybe. Well, hey, don't we know it? <laughs> is that we, I mean, this is why I was always amazed that we got to the top of the food chain. Uh -huh. For the first Nine years of our lives. Uh -huh. Kind of useless. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Real useless. Yeah. Um, but is it like we have to sleep? Um, you know, if our if some of our schedules don't go perfectly that day, we get a little cranky and maybe off, you know, like not as not as normal. Sure. That doll doesn't. That doll is just intended 24-7 to kill you. Yeah, but you know what? You'll find a moment of weakness. I, you know what that doll can't do? What's that? Open a locked door. Like, right. I just, I, I, I think I could create a safe enough space. Okay, but your issue is you're treating an enchanted doll mm -hmm. with the same powers of a human going like, well, they can't jump very tall and they're not very strong. Yeah. Well, well, if, based on the movies, they can't. Yeah, but there's like nine of them. I don't know. This probably It's probably all changed. They can go to space. They can't they maybe go to space. They engage with leprechauns. <laughs> they they go to the hood. They do well. Wait, the leprechaun goes to the hood. I don't think yes, Chucky. And goes he probably to the hood. taught <laughs> taught Chucky about his everything teachings and knew. findings. Everything yeah. he knew. Okay, take your notebook out. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm finally gonna find the end of a rainbow. I'm gonna find that pot Just of gold. Beat the shit out of a leprechaun. <laughs> no, I let the leprechaun go. But I reach into that pot of gold, and there's the Chucky. He's waiting there because he learned everything he knew. I agree with you. So I agree with you. I still think. I could kick their ass. I think that would be fun. I think it would be fun. It'd be fun. You know what? I've always liked in horror movies when they fight back for half a second. Yes. Instead of just running the whole time, you're like, screw this. I'm going to try my best. You're going to die. That's totally fine. But I remember in the classic <laughs> House of Wax. Yeah. I knew. Uh, Andrew, That's exactly this is, yes. what I was going to say. Chad Michael Murray. Yes. Buffalo Bills fan. Chad Michael Murray. I eventually goes screw this and turns around and punches the guy right in the nose. Yeah. And it's very satisfying. And then he's immediately killed. But, but, but you know what? He went out with his boots on. So yeah. like, you know, there's something to be said about he, that. He got his pound of flesh. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And then he became a pound of flesh. And he became a pound of flesh or he became, I don't know, somebody's nightside candle or something like that or, you know, also, whatever. Yeah, House of Wax. Yeah. Similar in premise to Don't Be Afraid, kind of. Game from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's... Wait, wait, how so? Well, because, I mean, don't be afraid. Oh, the mannequin side. Yeah, the mannequin yes, side. Yes, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, that you all become mannequins in... Uh, you know, but that's the other one, too. Is Like, the original House Wax is interesting, the Vince uh -huh. Price and all that kind of stuff. But the, the remake's interesting where it's... Uh, or, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough to follow because if you were just driving through small town America, uh -huh. right, in the middle of nowhere, and they're like, come see our wax figurine uh, museum beside a gas station and nothing else, you'd yeah. be like... I don't know about this. Oh, guys. I think you would have to go. Are you kidding me? Really? That's like the, one of my favorite Black Mirror episodes is the the uh, 
it's from one of the more recent seasons okay. and I can't remember what it, what it's called, but it's basically a, a muse, the black museum or something like sure. that. And it's this guy who collects artifacts from what end up being like a lot of the black mirror anthology stories, oh. but it's like next to a gas station and there's nothing else there. And I'm like, this is, that's a really cool, like, how do you not go into something like that? But I would go in and I would be terrified. Mm-hmm. I was on vacation last year and I was with my right. player one. Yeah. I take them. <laughs> I take them. <laughs> doesn't matter. I use all my saved up vacation time because I don't have to waste them on being off because of my period. Yeah, <laughs> I use it for something I want to do. Um, and and we were, uh, my player one and I, uh, we, we went on a wine tour and we just found this tour company online. We agreed to go on the tour and halfway through the tour, we get to our first like seller and it's really dark and it's just me. You mean not someone selling wine. You mean seller, seller. like underground. Yes. yes, underground. And yes. there's big wooden doors and it's very damp and you can hear water falling down. And I'm like, there's, it wouldn't be out of the question for this to be a trap and for them to go hostile on us. Yes. And I legitimately started to get a little panicky. I started, I wouldn't go anywhere unless the tour guide walked in front of me first. I didn't want to be behind him. Like it's, I just started to get like, like I'm not letting this happen. I'm going to, I'm going to be the Chad Michael Murray. I'm going to get a punch in and I'm going to run because I'm faster than my player one. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you're just a tripper. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> Knock her to the ground. Take her. When I said, I'm going to punch her in the face. I meant my player <laughs> yeah. one. I got to get a fight in, which is, of course, punching a loved one to knock them unconscious. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. <laughs> I, hate, I hate these guys. I'm with you. You're just like, uh, you're the person that is the bootlicking. Like, yes. yeah. North Korea maids are like, hello, welcoming conquerors. I've got, I've got Stockholm syndrome before I've even been kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to Stockholm. I'm yeah. going to the, the, yeah, the classifieds and just looking for like what hostage takers need assistance. I, you know, I, I feel the same way too, where you're like. It is amazing that uh, horror movies have taught us so much of going like, well, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do this. And then we often on vacation do the exact same thing that would lead us to doing right. this. Because we're like, clearly it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. We, uh, my player one and I, <laughs> we're in a, we're in a warm climate. So we kept going to the, these beaches, like traveling these beaches. And I kept going like, what if this is the beach from old? <laughs> and, and my player one's like, <laughs> okay, that was funny. The first time you got to stop doing this. I'm like, this could make us old. <laughs> You don't know what the properties of old were. I love the idea that you're talking about horror movies and the bad decisions people make. And your example of that is going to the beach. <laughs> going to the beach. Not Jaws. No, 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 no. Was, was old good? You would not like it. Okay. I've known you en- enough yeah. now that I've started to predict. I trust you with that. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate Although that. Although you weren't sure if I was going to like Nope. Uh, yes, I wasn't sure you yeah. were going to like Nope. There was also something recently where I said, I don't know if this is for you and you also liked it. So maybe I'm getting a, maybe yeah. I'm getting a little bit colder on this, but uh, you know, it's a great, it's a great scary movie month. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd love to, for anyone out there listening, please send it to us. I great pod mostly recommendations, uh, recommendations for yeah. scary things right now. I, I want to consume all the scary. I do. I love, I love a good scary movie these days. I just don't like pop out scares, but there are a lot of them, uh, a lot of good ones out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we talked a, a ton already about uh, talk to me and that's yeah, a fantastic one. Uh, yeah. If you have some recommendations, out there my my player one and i are looking for like a new one every couple nights just watch a little spooky movie spooky. have you have you seen skinnamarink one yeah. last question before we get into our yes questions. i have is it good i didn't like it oh really it's just a bunch of creepy kids going like eh, yeah, yeah. and you're like okay that's stupid yeah. is it is it a it, so not a good story and not i don't know i uh, if you really want a really good shutter is a, a video service mm-hmm. a movie service that they make original movies too and it's yeah. only horror yeah they always have very interesting one but it feels like a very shutter movie where it's like just super low budget. And you're like, this is going to be for a very select amount yeah, of people. That's fair. And I that's wasn't fair. one of them. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I, yeah. I wanted to check because it was one that we considered and I kept seeing articles online saying it was the scariest movie ever made. Wow. I, not for me, but yeah. I could see how some people would think that. Yes. Okay. I don't love the trope of scary kids. Yeah. Kids that can like all knowing. And yeah. yeah. Poltergeist got it right. The first time. Poltergeist is fantastic. It's amazing. Still That's just an absolutely amazing movie. Toby Hooper, man, the, the amount of movies that he directed uh, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because he was the one that did the original one for like maybe $47. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then they make the scariest movie of all time. Yeah. And also just a very loose understanding of what Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, is when people are like Leatherface, you're like, do you see the first movie? Yeah. He's 
kind of the ninth built character. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. But he has the most iconic shot of the vi- Yes, with the running out with the chainsaw yeah. and a very iconic character, and those mm-hmm. always help. Let's get into it, Andrew. Let's get yeah. into uh, our questions. We put it out there on our social media, and people are always welcome to send us questions yeah. whenever they want. We fielded uh, a lot of questions, some of which were just pulled from past questions people had asked in anticipation of retrograde. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, you and I always talk, Andrew, about uh, what we're going to do for theme months and stuff, and the one guarantee seems to be retrograde because people seem to like it that much. <laughs> Let's get started. Uh, Kevin from Michigan asks, uh, I've never sent a question before. This is an example of of the one I think that, uh, uh, oh, maybe, maybe it wasn't. Never mind. Okay. I've never, a long a, time. Never, never sent a question before, but as a lover of all mediums, except books, Nice. I'm always interested. That's just just for Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, you got it, Kevin. Wonder if it's Kevin McAllister. Oh my god! <laughs> I put my hands in my face just in case you're not watching. I think they heard it. Yeah, they heard me slapping my my meaty cheeks. Yeah, and not <laughs> which ones? ones? <laughs> which ones, baby? Uh, I'm always interested in hearing you talk about the intersection of movies and video games. Mm. If nothing else, it gets my imagination flowing. You've talked about directors who should make games, developers who should make movies, and more. But for Retrograve, what about horror movies which need to be turned into games? Oh, that's really interesting. Uh, I love I love this because I just love, you know, you and I do this a lot on the podcast as well. We did it more on our Patreon before, but now we, we've started to do it on the main feed where we imagine what certain games would be like. And there's mm-hmm. just this weird giddiness I get to imagining what most developers would probably be like, yo, that's impossible. But I like, <laughs> I like doing it no matter what. They're like, do you have 10 years of development time and produce? Yeah, um, I'm going to say number one okay. that I've got um, um, the Babadook. Yeah, but it's not what you're thinking. You have two Tamagotchis. One is for your little kid, who's a little shithead. Mm-hmm. And the other is for your grief, metamorpho- meta- metaphorical form of the nice. Babadook. Yeah. You have to take care of both of them. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Okay, I've got a couple now. I'm okay. Just, man. Okay, there's a, there's a movie that came out when I was a kid. I don't know how popular it was, but it was like popular because I was a teenager and you consumed a lot of scary movies at the yeah. time. It was called Darkness Falls. Oh. And it was about a town with a lighthouse, prominent yes. lighthouse in it. And there was a uh, ghost that was haunting the town and would attack you if you fell into darkness. Oh, nice. And so you had to keep lights on. Oh, that's great. And you had to do things. And and so much so the ghost would like attack the generator and like the, all the kind of stuff. I could see this as a video game, just like one-to-one. You don't even need to change anything, but just like always having it almost, it almost feels like that would have happened in another game. Like that's such a good premise for like, how many times are you playing a horror game? And it's like, oh, the lights have turned off and oh, and you know, when you're in the darkness, something's about to totally. happen. Yeah. It's just like a bag of batteries and flashlights or candles. Yeah. And like, you're always like preparing instead of ammo, you know, like that's the way it is. Yeah. Survival horror, but for light. Wasn't, wasn't there, wasn't there a, a movie recently that was like that where there was the creature couldn't touch the light? And it wasn't a town or anything like that, but it was mm. like anywhere the lights were off, the creature could get to. Oh, pr- probably. Yeah. Sounds like a good trope. Lights, yeah, you know or mean? something like that. It is I, a good trope. Yeah. And I know, um, what's his name? Alan Wake. I know he's got to carry a flashlight and everything. True. But Thank I, God he's got all those... Duracell batteries? Was it Duracell or yeah, Energizer? I, I think remember. it was Duracell. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah, thank God, because yeah. otherwise he'd be dead. No, he'd be And we so wouldn't be dead. getting the sequel. The squeakle. The squeakle. <laughs> yeah, the chipmunks are the co-stars <laughs> in this one. I think the other ones I'd, I'd say is like, it would be really great for Cronenberg to make a to make a video game or to be consulting in a video God, game. God, that's great. Just because he is such a visual twisted mind of just a very normal older man. Yeah. Uh, but he, the way he presents story, I think it'd be really cool. And then the other one is, who's not, who's very familiar with video games. Yeah. He's a star of video games himself. I'm talking about everyone's favorite, Guillermo del Toro. Oh yeah. He he is such a visual storyteller. For sure. That the way he could be doing it in video games, he, it's unending. You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. And I think it'd just be very I think I think the masters of horror right now are in movies and it would be great to get their input. Like what if Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima teamed up? Because Kojima, it was like PT was the, 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 the yes. Silent Hill yes. kind of, the Silent Hill thing. Scary. Get Guillermo del Toro on there, just kind of give him a few, few tips and ideas. Oof, that'd be spooky. Yeah, yeah. And then we'd find out... <laughs> You find out he's like, you know, he was the one that put the commercials in to, to, uh, to Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yes. So he's like, Guillermo's like, you, you have to advertise that AMC motorcycle. Ride show. is going to be so good. So good. Yeah, otherwise people won't know about it. <laughs> and you're like, actually, Guillermo, I think you're good taking a seat. He's like, okay. Can I get in the shower in your game, please? <laughs> I'll wear a full suit and it'll be so creepy. Can I? Can I get my friend Conan O'Brien in this as well? <laughs> um, I've got one. Um, it follows the dating sim. 
Okay. I had it falls in the back of my head. Go on with the dating simulator, then I'll say my story. Oh no, I just think it'd be it'd be nice. So, no, 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 continue. How how you gotta is it like a dating game where you have to pick the one that is not currently possessed? I think it starts with you uh, sleeping with someone and, and being followed. It follows the premise is oh, uh, yeah, when sorry. you sleep with someone, this uh, 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 demon seeks Curse, you out from yeah. the ends of time. It's always coming to you. And if it gets you, presumably you die. Now you can stave it off by sleeping with other people. And yes. then it goes- You pass it along. You pass it along. So I think you start by picking it up and then you have to be really good at the dating sim because if you get turned down on dates and you don't close the deal, next morning it may come for you. Right. Okay. That's a, that's a really good, that's a really good point. Another big part of it follows is it, it could be anybody. It's not like a big monster going right, after you. Right. It could be possessing an older woman or a child or a very tall man. Yes. Um, and that you don't know, but you could always see someone looking at you. I always like the idea of it follows in a very populated GTA style world. And you're trying to <laughs> that's find- That's actually really good. And you're just kind of like, that one's not moving. That one's not moving. Let's go, let's go. Let's get, yeah, get the yeah, car. Yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Kind of thing. And then like the, the other thing though would be like, what are you doing from day to day? Are you just like an Uber driver or something? That's good. I like that. Yeah, you can't. You, you, de- you do Uber Eats. You de- go to do one delivery. The door opens. It's just a tall guy with no eyes. You're like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. He's, He's like, got apps two now. stars. He's like, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you'd have to have a job where you're mobile. Uh-huh. Right. So that's the important part. I, I just like the idea that you just, well, you know, the other one, too, is we talked about this, I think, the other day. But what I loved about Left 4 Dead is in, in the multiplayer mode, you could play as the other person. Yes. As you could play as the enemy oh, that's coming yeah, after yeah, you. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. You, you're in a multiplayer, it follows thing. You could be the demon the that's going after them and yeah. switching bodies. Oh, and that would be unbelievable. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be great. Um, I've got um, Smile, but it's oh. like the thing. So you have to kind of use like deductive reasoning to uh, suss out who was involved in the smile because the premise of smiles, like if you've witnessed something happen by the smiling entity, then you become that over time. Well, Mikey, I hate to break it to you. That'd be a very simple game though. Because I'd be like, which one of these five people did it? I'm like, well, the one that's smiling. Yeah, and he's like smiling. You're like, that's him. Well, And he's like, I'm just happy to see you. And you'll be like, I get it. I'm a good guy. Hey. <laughs> uh, I've got black phone, but it's like an escape room sim. Oh, that's good. That's that good. might be good. Uh, uh, I, I know there were Saw games as well, mm. but like a Telltale Saw, ga- saw game oh, that's that. not quite focused on like MIDI games like the actual Saw game was. But <laughs> Jigsaw, it's just on a tricycle. Jigsaw will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and he's leaving. Oh, you bye. escape and he's just all sad. He's like, Jigsaw will remember that. You've made Jigsaw sad. Are you going to see Saw 10? <sighs> Maybe. Because Jigsaw's back. Yeah, of course he is. No, but it's a prequel, or I don't know how you call it. It's between movies two and three. Oh, okay. So he's, it's actually him going back to, I'm going to tell the premise of the story. I'm not sure, going to reveal anything. Sure. But <laughs> heads up. Have you seen it? Uh, I or is not. it not out yet? I, it, it is currently out. Okay. But I will, I'll tell everyone the premise of the thing. I just won't ruin it. But uh, Jigsaw is, is has, has uh, life-threatening cancer, right? Uh-huh. Which is what we know he eventually dies sure. of in the stories of Saw. He goes to Mexico for an experimental treatment uh, led by like a t- striking Nordic woman and her team of probably Mexican people. Yeah. And they, uh, it's a scam. And they uh, built him for like $250,000. Well, they built the wrong guy because now he becomes <laughs> Saw and he is going to torture and kill him. And it's one of the few ones where you're like, am I cheering for Saw? Well, it's funny because they kind of try to pull that in, I think Saw 2 or 3, where uh, he goes after the insurance brokerage that yes. denied his claim. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, fuck the insurance companies, but that might be a step too far. <laughs> yes, you could just, just, I, I don't think we should kill them, but you could kill them. Maybe not make them dance yes. through 10 portals of the hell. <laughs> you know, I, it's it's funny where John Wick and Saw are just the same movie, except we cheer for John Wick. Yes. And we don't cheer for Saw. Makes you think. Makes It makes you think mm-hmm. that Keanu Reeves is just hot. Yeah, I think we want to see a hot guy in a black suit and we love dogs. So that's true too. That's We, we do love dogs. John Wick, Probably wouldn't make a great game, but uh, the two, two, two remaining. The Purge, oh. enough said. Enough Purge said. would be great. Battle Royale, kind of like oh, before the Purge. That would be so much fun. Yeah, oh. that, that would actually be. And instead of the circle closing, it's just you're running out of time, and whoever racks up the most kills or just something like that. Fortnite, do a month That's of it. Purge. Yes. Like just oh, do God, the Purge yeah. for a month. Like, unbelievable. Come on. Uh, and then under the skin, where it's just oh. Scarlett Johansson trying to seduce you, and you trying to resist the whole time. I. W- I would be dead so fast. I would be, I I think I already failed that game. I'd be so dead. I would be so dead. She's like, hey, and I'm like, what's up? Here's my sin. Here's my (laughs) password to my debit card. Take me to your pool of black ink and 
That is such a cool, if you haven't seen that movie, uh, yeah. uh, kind of a creature, maybe an alien, possibly, whatever, comes in and takes the the body of a human. And that body is uh, Scarlett Johansson. And what a body. <laughs> and what a body. Doesn't wear a lot of clothes for a lot of it. And uh, But the the death uh, part of it is in this infinite black, uh-huh. this, this forever blackness that they go into. And it's one of the cooler visual things I've ever seen in my life. It's very, it's very, very cool. I think about it all the time. Like it's yeah. just, it's almost negative space. Yeah, exactly. It's, very it's cool. really cool. Really good movie worth watching if you haven't. Um, okay, let's move on. Do you have any others for that? No, no, no. I think you said enough there. That was great. Perfect. Let's go to the next question. Uh, this one's from JT. Didn't mention where they were from. Uh, and again, what are you what, trying to hide JT? What are you trying to hide? Yeah. Is it, you think it's JT Miller of the Vancouver Canucks? I think it is, or it's, or it's JT. Uh, oh no, you, you said Miller. Never mind. Oh, yep. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> hey, Daddy D pads. Okay. Uh, retrograde is my favorite time okay. of year for podcasting. I hate that you hate it, but if you didn't, it wouldn't be as fun for us. <laughs> yeah. Something to consider for retrograde. If you have to play horror games, which genre do you think makes the best of the following? Okay. Pure scares, best story and best overall. Do I have to choose one of those three? No. So for each of them. So I think oh. he means like, so for pure scares, what type of horror game do you think makes the best? Mm. Um, I'll say, I think, and I learned this when we tried to play the demo for Resident Evil Village. Yes. First person is hard to beat, although VR is a pretty close. VR, <laughs> is, is there. if you're going for just pure scares, it has to be VR. It has to be. Because you yeah. are present inside of that and having to whip around your head to look at noises that are happening around and you. And let alone like the whipping of the head, it's just it being all around you. There being no, no escape. escape. You can't close your eyes. You can't look away. There is no, like when we play <laughs> horror games here, we usually have the lights on because that helps a little, little bit. Recording a podcast yes. too, you know what I mean? Like it's a nice excuse. But I will say, yeah, because uh, two weeks ago, uh, Mikey... <laughs> Well, every time you just turn around, you're like, I'm going to close my eyes. You tell me if something happens. <laughs> and I'll be like, you got it, buddy. And you're like, nah. And I'm like, nah, it's still good. Uh, so I, and you can't do that with VR. Yeah. You could probably close your eyes, but like, you know, you're still, you're, you're, you'll your probably, phones, that's yeah. true too. You can't even like, cause it, it's beaming into your head. Yeah. It's scary. We learned that with uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy VR Help Wanted was fucking atrocious. It was a good game, but so scary. It was a good game. I yeah. still think about, yeah. Cause Mike had to repair <laughs> a machine that if he did it incorrectly would attack him. And well, kill one him. of the animatronics. Yeah. Or the animatronics. Thank you. And then I had an animatronic in the, uh, in the, the heating oh, the ducts. Vents. Yeah. And I was trying to open and close and fix them while, while if I looked at it, it would go away. I still think about, I put that on my resume that I completed that level. <laughs> like people need to know that I did that and did it well. I was very impressed. I was so happy you did because otherwise I probably would have had to try it. I really didn't want to do that. <laughs> really. But it's cool with VR. It gives you the ability to do like, you're like trying to press with one hand and look around with the yeah. other and you're yeah. not even looking at what you're doing. That's something that you can only get in VR. So it's kind of neat. So yeah, I would say for, for pure scares, it's really hard to beat VR. What about best story? Best story, That that's where I think you have to do first person. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because to walk through it, like, like the character would, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Even just a couple of, a couple of games, the last few games we played on, on retrograde sure. first person. And I think those have been very uh, significant because it allows you to look around, pick up things, use your inventory. Yeah. Why? What do you think? I think, I think regardless of the perspective, I think just a walking sim in general yeah. is, is the best story. Okay. Now, that also does provide for a lot of jump scares, but I think it also gives you the opportunity to play something like Gone Home that I kind of do consider to be a horror game because yeah. the whole time you think something's going to happen, but is also just incredible in terms of its story. Oh, yeah. The scariest part is judgment by family. Oh, and, and, and social and pressure, social pressure. And even when you think that your, your sister may have killed herself, that's not as scary as your mom disapproving of you. Yes. Be- yeah. Because of who you love. Oh, don't know your sister that. loves your sister loves. Yeah. That's so disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes. And then the last one was best overall. The last is best overall. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would go with third person. I think just generally oh, speaking, because I think about the games that I've played and enjoyed uh, uh, th- that that have a horror slant on them, and it's almost always third person. I think there's enough that you can see around you um, without it being so like up close and personal as a first person shooter is. And then exploration allows for a bit more mechanics because like walking sims are good, but they're not always fun. Mm-hmm. I think third person allows for some of that. So I'd probably go with that. I, I think I, I, not to be boring, but I think it's first person again, because mm-hmm. the story is the best part of the scary games. Sure. You know, that's true. Pop yeah. out scares can be cheap. We always, I always compare it to like candy where you're like, Oh, that was good. And then nothing, you have no lasting impression of 100%. it. It just goes away. Yeah. And the story is really what gives you something scary. And I think that's tied to the best games. Yeah. So, 
first I like person that. for me. I like that. First person all the way for you, I guess. Well, VR yeah. for the first one. VR, sorry, yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, nothing scarier than that. Mm -hmm. um, there's kind of a follow-up question oh. uh, that, that's that's JT. related. Not from JT. Oh. This is a new one that's sort of related, but it's Ken again from the Pixelated Thoughts podcast. Ken! Big friend of the podcast. And if you haven't checked out Pixelated Thoughts, either their podcast or their YouTube channel, you should. It's 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 uh, some great videos. Ken does a lot of, uh, he plays a lot of uh, quick games, like quick, like like more bite size, like three hours, five hours, okay, ten yeah, hours, whatever, sure. and always makes like a 10, 15 minute video on it. Cool. Very well uh, produced, very well put together, highly recommended. Um, he asks, what's a horror game you actually enjoy playing? And this comes from a place of him actually enjoying playing horror games, which is baffling to me. Ken, you're a real sicko. Um, so a horror game you actually enjoy playing. Um, and I do like this question because a lot of the questions we got were like, what would you do to make it less scary? And he's kind of asking like, double for, down for what they are. Mm -hmm. Which ones do you like? Do you have any? Uh, yes, I would say, can I just, uh, this is something I've wanted to talk about. I just can't found a place to put it yet. But uh -huh. uh, one of my favorite games as a kid, uh -huh. I was terrified by, right? Was it truly intended to be scary? I'm not sure, uh -huh. but I wasn't alone because a lot of people have walked away from this game when they're playing as kids and gone, man, that, I don't know what it is about that game, but it is creepy as hell. Really? Mist. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I loved mist. Yeah. If you had asked me at 10 years old, what do you like about mist? I'd go, I don't know. Yes. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, uh -huh. but those brief moments of storytelling and being just so alone in the universe and the creepy music and you know, whatever just worked for me. And I, all I wanted to do was play more. It's kind of like how you like spicy food and you go, Holy God. And then you start biting more. Yes. And you're like, what am I doing? What, why know? am I doing this? Why am I doing it? It hurts so bad. Uh, or it hurts so good. <sighs> daddy and um so i just i think mist is really high up there even though i would wonder if they would ever i'd love to hear the creator speak about going like why do you think people think this was a scary game i think it's the loneliness the i think it's the desolation yeah. that the, the, yeah the desolation, desolation. no desolation. it's beautiful it's it's beautiful out it, there. that's very true yes. uh but i think it's also there's something about the vibe that is off a it's unnerving bit. it is unnerving i remember the first time i saw mist it was at your house it was in your basement pc yeah. And you just were one swinging light bulb, an unfinished basement with a, a PC setup, <laughs> just like uh, uh, like you were about to interrogate me or something. And I remember you walking down a long hallway and like you know point and click and click next screen, click next screen, and it was claustrophobic and it was like a, a, a secret passage. And I remember just thinking like, don't keep pressing, don't go. This is it's terrifying. I know. So that's a, that's a great answer. Okay. You know, not traditionally a horror game, but definitely one that that I think could uh, classify as being scary to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, mine would probably be like, of, of course, I have enjoyed horror games, and I think the one I enjoyed most was Resident Evil Four. Right. Um, Resident Evil Four was was the uh, I mean, you know, one of the best games of all time, one of my favorite games of all time. Definitely scared the pants off of me, but also wasn't <laughs> relentless with. What? Sorry, some sexual scary monster. You're like, oh no, don't scare the pants off oh, me. No, wink, wink. Voluntarily scared the pants off me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it wasn't something that I really uh, considered to be terrifying. So I kind of wanted to take this into uh, this question into another another route. What is, if you can think of off the top of your head, the scariest game that you've enjoyed most? So like not just best scary game, like technically Mist was scary or like technically I made it through Resident Evil 4, but the game that you loved that was scariest. You know, it's funny because this is such a personal question of what you find scary. Yeah, and true. also, what do you, how are you balancing scare versus quality? Right. Or square versus liking? Like, I love Left 4 Dead. It's one of my favorite games sure. of all time. And the number of times I genuinely was scared because you could hear monsters sure, coming I'm, around I'm, the corner. That's a great answer. And, or yeah. a hunter, you can hear the scream or yeah. the witch crying and you're going, oh no, no, it's stop, yeah. stop, stop. You know, obviously Bioshock's probably my favorite game of all sure. time. I didn't find it scary, but when my player one tried to play, she's like, this is too scary. Bioshock? I this. Yeah, I can see that. Atmospherically, it's terrifying. Also, the first hour is the most yeah, yeah, scary, yeah, yeah, yeah. most likely. So once you can't get past that, it's like, that's really tough. Yes. But since I didn't find that scary and I love that game, I'm going to go right to the middle and go left for dead. That's great. My Mine would probably be, again, third person, similar to Resident Evil 4. Mm -hmm. uh, a game that I found absolutely terrifying, but I played in spite of it was Dead Space. Oh, uh, Dead Space was built nice. around pop scares and procedural scares, you know, where Resident Evil had this like brooding, like you feel kind of helpless and you never know who's going to be around what corner or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but Dead Space was like meant to put enemies where you didn't expect them crawling through vents and popping out and scaring you. And that felt cheap to me and it, like pop out scares that I didn't like, yeah. but the game was so good that I had to had to keep playing with it. You know what my least favorite pop scare of all time was? What? Well, NSYNC broke up. Oh, Andrew, what a scare for the pop universe yep. indeed. But now they're back together. So everything's okay. Are they? Yeah. Oh, you haven't you. Which rock are you living under? My guy, they went on hot ones together. 
Oh, really? Which is, of course, the announcement of anything important. <laughs> they announce where the new Pope is. <laughs> Who would have thought that NSYNC gets together before One Direction? Not me. Yeah, I guess so. Well, just look around at the group and go, are they all doing badly now? Okay, let's get back together. Harry Styles, hotter than a rocket, man. Could you imagine Joey Fatone, his his probably flip phone lights up and he sees who's calling him and it's Justin Timberlake and he's just like, oh my God. And then he answers it and there's a mistake because previously Justin had blocked Joey's number. Yeah, uh, so they had to figure yeah. that out to communicate. Do you think he just answers the phone and goes, yes. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in. in. When? Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll call Chris. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, um, Ken actually told us to play Amnesia the Bunker. That was, a, I, I mentioned that last week as well. And he talked about how that game was, it was great. He loved it. I looked up a gameplay trailer of it and it looked fucking terrifying. This sick guy, we can't listen to him when it comes like, to he's like, I like tense games. And I'm like, I like tense games as well, but it's the pop-out scare that I don't like. And in it, I'm starting to think legitimately that it's not, it's not even a matter of preference. It's like an allergy. I think it's it's not like, I don't like peanut butter, so I prefer not to have it. It's like, if I have it, I think I'm going to die. And every time I'm playing these yeah. games, I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has been a reoccurring thing that you've <laughs> looked sick. It hurts. Like, Physically, yeah. it hurts. But I think you also are psyching yourself out. I don't think you're helping yourself with like these games and knowing that they're going to, and you're just already, so you're making it worse than it's going to be. Sure. That's but what it's, I, I, I'm not doing that on purpose. I don't think you are. Yeah. It's I hard think, not to. No, it's fears are fears. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think the person that's afraid of pickles is like, it's rational, <laughs> but like it's real, you know, whatever. True. True. Um, okay. You ready for another question? I, I can't wait. Okay. Uh, let's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, okay. Can I ask you, yeah. this is live on the podcast, but whatever. What was the game? That you played a couple of years ago with your friends. It's like ph phasmophobia or something. Oh, uh, phasmophobia. Yeah. And you are all ghosts. Yes. Ghost hunters. Hunters. Yeah. And you're all separate, but you need to communicate with each other to yes. do a sequence of things. Yeah. I have not something about that game. I want to do that. That sounds fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll find some people who will play it with you. <laughs> it's really scary. eh? I find it terrifying. They, my friends left me in the basement once because <laughs> we couldn't find the ghost and like, you wait here. We're going to go get some more supplies from the van. Uh, uh, hang tight. And fucking obviously, the ghost shut yes. the door behind them, turned yes. off the lights. Yes. And I'm like, guys, I'm disconnecting right now. I don't want to see what happens. <laughs> it sounds like, I love the idea of working as a team while also being scared. It is like great. having missions. I think I would play it if I were in the same room with other people, but mm -hmm. it's very scary when you're playing it online. If we had a LAN party. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. That would honestly be a ton of fun. There's, there's a game, I'll, I'll come up with the name and I'll, I'll tweet it out, but there's a game where you have to work uh, with with another person to discover the murders, but there's a ghost mm. haunting them as well at the same time. Mm. And I really, I think that'd be so much fun because my player one and I have been talking about that. It's like, if we're doing it together, it's not as bad. You That's know, true, kind of thing. 100%. So, yeah, I think that'd be fun. It, we we th That would definitely be worth doing. And I don't know, maybe maybe it's a special episode. Maybe it is. I a very know, special episode of the Retrograde Podcast. Because uh, this, this month does have five episodes in it, uh, which of course, October always wants to fuck us over that way. <laughs> Um, okay, here's one from, uh, uh, oh, I already asked the, the JT question. Here's one from, uh, fuck off, JT, you already got it in. Fuck off, JT. Yeah. Already playing. Is he the captain of the Vancouver Canucks now? I think. Oh, who the hell cares? I don't yeah, know. That's true. <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks. Jackson in England asks, um, Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. I, I like hearing you. Do, do, don't need to, you don't need, why do a second time when you nailed it the first time, man? Jackson. Perfect. Okay. I'll read it like Jackson would read it. Oh yeah. Do that. <laughs> that's a good idea. I like hearing you. <laughs> oh my God. Was that you doing an English accent? I, I, I fumbled the ball, Andrew. I fumbled the football, the American football. Yeah, the American football. He's like, um, what is this? I don't like it. <laughs> I won't try doing the accent. Okay. Um, I like you. I feel like that's the kind of thing we're going to look back on 10 years from now. And that's going to be a form of racism. Probably because it is. What? doing? Trying to do an accent of somebody? Yes. Yeah, sure. I like, think we, England we has it coming though. We let ourselves. <laughs> that's true. That's true too. It's kind of like where they're like, white people walk like this. I'm like, we do. That's very good. Yes, they're, they're getting to the uh, to the point where like doing an, an Italian accent will get some eye rolls, and you're mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. So they're okay. Well, they're coming for white accents now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't ask Italians that. Uh, yeah. If I, even if I can't make fun of a good pizza pie and everyone's like, no, I'm like, no, really? Oh, well, that's usually, Pasta that kills. <laughs> that kills. Um, Jackson in England says, yes. I like hearing you lot play terrifying games because mm -hmm. I'm also too terrified to play them. Sometimes I wonder if the only reason these games are scary is because you're relatively underpowered against your enemies. Yeah. Superstar yeah. and power palette aside, what's one video game power up you'd love to get you through, you'd love to use to get you through this month? 
Yeah, okay. Uh, I think whatever Dorothy gave the lion, I think that would be a big <laughs> superpower courage. <laughs> a human heart? Or no, that's, no, that's, that's the scarecrow. The, that's the scarecrow. That's the yeah. scarecrow. Where does the Tin Man get? Tin Man gets Oils? a heart. No. Scarecrow gets a brain. Tin Man gets a heart. Uh, lion and gets now where are, they, where are they getting these things from? Uh, dead, dead munchkins. <laughs> <laughs> I, they were they were alive at one time <laughs> they're dead now they were alive 40 40 seconds ago extract courage from that <laughs> little person like oh god someone just canos the heart out of a, a munch i think it's like more like the end of a toothpaste dude like uh that kind of thing um, um yeah that's a great one I, honestly, <laughs> yeah that's a great one yeah in, invisibility's good oh that's because then you can get the jump on the ghost <laughs> yeah so, i like, think where did he go telepathy Telepathy. Because then you'd be, that's where you can hear other people's thoughts, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, be true. Because then he's like, I'm going to scare this guy when he comes in the corner. <laughs> okay, I'm going to scare him so fucking good. And you're like, I'm not going around that corner. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, guys. Do you think Do you think that's what they'd be thinking or they're like, get out of my house? Do you think they're angry or mischievous? Or just screaming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be just like, just like, <laughs> <laughs> like Kevin Cotton and Kevin dad in the mornings. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's from last week's episode. Sorry. Yeah, true. Um, uh, the Tanuki suit. Because oh, yeah. if you're scared, you just kind of hug your tail and just like soothes you into into submission. Yeah, that's a really good question because you're going like, well, I'll just be Superman. You're like, yeah, Superman, uh, what is he going to do against a ghost? A ghost. A exactly. ghost is still going to like fly with you and go like, you know, your dad's not proud of you. Or yeah, something Superman like that. doesn't doesn't prevent pop out scares. Really. No, but you can fly away from them pretty quick. You could. Wow. Yeah. But if there are demons within you. Ooh, you know, like what Andrew, are you gonna do? That's, that's deep. Thank you. And just like the demons within you, yeah, yeah, they're deep. not coming out. <laughs> they got a hold on you. Um, what about a pokeball from Smash? How so? Well, because I can't imagine I'm going to be afraid of a ghost if there's a Charizard beside me. You know, what if I mean? a Gengar comes out, fuck, then it's two for two. Ghost on ghost. ghost. What if the other ghost is like, come with me? And you're like, <laughs> no, 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 two ghosts. The Gengar's like, this son of a bitch has been keeping me in a pokeball, and you get to roam around Victorian mansions all day. No, it's thank pretty you. Sick. <laughs> This is a lot better. Or, you know what would be scary about a Charizard, though? It's sitting there, flame tail, and all of a sudden, the flame goes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he looks at you like, uh-oh. And I'm like, oh, no, you're scared, too? Oh, one of the mannequins from Don't Be Afraid just blows out his tail. Oh, my God. Uh, that's a good question. That's a fun one. That's a very good question. Uh, I like that. Let's go for, ooh, yeah, let's try, let's try one more question here. Okay. Uh, this one is from Anonymous. Didn't want me to say their name. Totally fine. Um, you guys talk you about being... What are you hiding? What are you hiding, Anonymous? Anonymous and JT. Maybe it is JT. Just wants to get a second question. <laughs> <laughs> JT stands for Johnny Two Questions. Oh, nice. That's very good. Uh, good fellas character. <laughs> it is. Do you guys you guys talk about being little scaredy boys all the time, but you yes. spend the entire gameplay segments during Retrograve laughing. Two-part question. One, what makes a good jump scare, quote in quotes, good, uh, walk us through the anatomy of what works, what doesn't, what's fair, and what's cheap. Uh, two, in spite of what you hate about jump scares, if you had to say one good thing about them, what would it be? So first, the anatomy of a jump scare. The anatomy, of, very good question. Yeah, uh, that's a very good question, anonymous. I wish you could give you credit, but unfortunately, <laughs> or what if it's anonymous? Oh, the, you mean the hacker group? The hacker group. Oh no, do they like our podcast? Uh, you can answer. You can ask a question every week, and we'll answer it. Whatever. Just I, I want them on my side. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Please don't dox us. Um, yeah, there's a real. There's a really good question. Uh, a good jump scare is not actually a jump scare. This is going to be my argument. Yes, I totally agree. There with has you. to be a slight amount of setup to go. You're going to get scared because uh -huh. then it builds anticipation, and you get that that dread that's going right in the back, and you're like all of a sudden, and then bang, and then you're like, it's a release. That is so much better. Then, you know, I'm going to go back to, um, to don't be scared. Okay. Where you open a door and a bat flies away. Yes. There was no consequence to that. There was nothing contributing to the story. There's nothing. It all it did was just, ah, okay. yes, exactly. That's, that's pointless. That doesn't do anything. Now they would argue that that lets you know that they can, it's like in hockey, wasting one high on the okay, goalie. Sure. And now they're going to flinch every time you shoot. Yeah. Now, every time you open a door, you're going to be scared whether they scare you or not. I don't agree with them doing it that way. Yeah. I like more like last week, <laughs> sure. the slow burn of, uh, of, of, uh, fear, fathom, fathoms of fear or whatever. Fears to fathom, fathom of fears. What was it, that? Uh, fears. Oh, we just played that last week. Fears to fathom. Fears to, fears to, fathom. to fathom. Thank you. 
Um, I like that slow burn setup a lot because I know what I'm in for. I know yeah. you can scare me. Yes. I'm not arguing. <laughs> <laughs> no one is arguing this. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. I, it has to have some consequence, you know, sure. to the story or has to move, you know, move things along. Yes. But if it's just like to like, eh, you're like, ah, that's what, what, what about the scare in a movie where it's like uh, they're tense and a cat jumps out? Uh, okay. Now that could play a little part just to keep you on edge. Sure. Now, if that's doing that to set you up to a bigger scare seconds later, yes. that's really works for me. But if it's like, Hey, we don't have anything going on for these five minutes, we mm -hmm. should really just throw something in there. That kind of sucks. There is no different than kind of going like just watching a black screen for 10 minutes. And then yeah. every once in a while, something pops out. That's the equivalent of like drinking your calories. Like it, it's, mm. it's just a, interesting. A, a, it's just a bad way to get that <laughs> slowly becoming like a workout <laughs> podcast. <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> um, no, it's it's like it's like it's or eating candy or something like that. Yes. Like it might be what you're looking for in the moment, but ultimately is kind of doesn't contribute anything to your life. Right now, the argument for that would be you get a little bit of joy. You get something to look out for. Right. And I would say because to, to the second question is, what is it providing? Isn't that uh, no, if you had to say one good thing about jump scares, okay. what would it be? It would be that it elicits emotion. Okay. Even if it isn't a long, you know, a one that you'll remember or something that lasts, at least it is making you feel something. Sure. You know what I mean? It could just be another, like, you know, the only thing I disagree with the don't be scared thing is like, well, you know, it puts you on edge. I'm like, I was also a little boy trapped in a doll costume. Like that is in the basement of a guy who has legitimately just threatened to kill me. I was on edge before I opened the door. Yeah, it's yes. not like, and there's bats. <laughs> However, when we were playing, we were joking around and having a good time. And as soon, it just, it's like the teacher, like, like smacking the table when you doze off during class or something like that. Sure. Like it got us right back into it. Yeah. Like we were like, fuck, let's not, let's what not. kind of like Matilda around. school did you go to? <laughs> Jesus. I ate a lot of cakes that were made with blood, sweat and tears. Literally. That's the thing I remember most about Matilda, to be honest. Um, the, the, the one thing I want to go back to when you talk about the anatomy of a jump scare, you say the buildup, you say this, and then you say the bang. Um, I want to emphasis on the bang and how you get the bang. Uh, now this is a sex podcast. I was just going to say, good yeah. God, you're horny. The, 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 um, we were just talking about Scarlett Johansson and under the skin. What do you expect <laughs> from me? Um, no, you're talking about chocolate cake and I'm like, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Such an erection. Um, the, the bang to me, how that's pulled off is incredibly important. If there is an unrelated sound cue and the volume is set like seven decibels higher and that's what scares you, that is so cheap to me. Yeah. That it's like, if 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 the scare would have worked, if I was just walking down the street and you played it next to me out of nowhere, that's not a good scare. No, no. Would the best jump scares, and this is where I thought you were going when you said the best jump scares are not jump scares. The example I will give is it follows the tall guy walking under under the door. Uh, uh, if you go back and you watch that scene and that sequence, there's no sound cue, there's no cut to it, and he's there right in front of your face. It's just the the horror of your eyes not adjusting and not understanding what you're seeing. This guy who's pulling himself into the doorway yeah, almost. Yeah. And I, it, it, it jumped and it, I felt electric when it happened. And I was like, holy shit, what? But it didn't, it wasn't a big, like, didn't come out of absolutely nowhere. And it didn't just like, like feel like a live wire being stuck to me. And it's like, well, you can shock me whenever you want. Just earn it. Like yeah. that one was earned. I agree with you. Okay, so uh, I was also thinking about it. Uh, the biggest jump scare of the last 30 years or whatever, there was like, these charts of people that oh. they would uh, strap stuff to, you know, the the Watcher. And uh, <laughs> the Watcher sounds like a scary movie. The Watcher does sound like a scary movie. Who's watching the Watcher? <laughs> Is, uh, and it was from Insidious. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Insidious. Yeah, a movie that I cannot believe has been remembered as well as it has, but go on. Because the end is very silly when you're in there. Oh, when you see the devil making puppets and lo walk, looking down at everyone from like a manager's window. Yeah, that's the movie. You've yeah, seen that's it. the Okay, one. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> when he, when the, when Patrick Wilson's at the dinner table mm -hmm. and they cut back and the, the red demon is slowly kind of coming up above his shoulder, right? It's over his shoulder. And not uh, slowly. He's just there. The camera cuts away from him. And then it cuts back to him and he's behind Patrick Wilson and he, and there's the massive, uh, 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 sound cue. Right. So that's, that's the one that people have, have ranked it. It's so much, people have such a reaction to that yeah. more than any other one that, you know, it goes against all the things we're talking about because it's, it is just, it's kind of cheap. Like the camera cuts to another shot and yep. of course he's not there. And then the music cuts, but 
you can't argue with that it does get resolved. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like it is going to make you feel right. scared. Right. You know what uh, I mean? If, if you have a pain in your arm, you can chop it off and that's getting rid of the pain, but it's not the best way to go about it. Like getting results, but but just throwing out all convention with it. I just, right. I, I hated that. That is the jump scare. I didn't know which one you were going to bring up, mm -hmm. but that is maybe my least favorite jump scare I've ever seen. Not because it's For a so lot of scary. people too. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> not because it's so <laughs> oh, <okay>. scary, <laughs> but because it is so cheap. Like if Patrick Wilson is talking to someone across the table from him, what does that person see? Yeah, but like the, okay. the, the devil just slowly creeping behind him, like shh, and then gets behind him and then plays a trombone. Is it like what the fuck? No, is trombones that? are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the end of a Mario level. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but okay, so let's do this. How about um, you know, a little uh, like drug cabinet mirror uh, above your sink? Uh huh. Right, closes it. Something behind you. Yeah. Better or worse? Uh, better. Because the camera didn't cut. It was just action. It was, action. it was it was organic in the scene, but I still don't think if you do that, if you do that and you need a sound cue, a big jolt of sound, then it's not a good scare. The best ones you don't need them for, and they do exist, and those are the those are the creative ones. I, I have this weird thing where I compare bad horror movies to like bad uh, 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 like dating movie, like romantic okay. movies, rom coms, where you can watch it, like The Fault in Our Stars. And I remember my brother watched, it and he's like, "It's so sad. It's so well done." I'm like, "It is sad. I don't know that it's well done." Your it's, brother's takes it's, are just it's so crazy. Just it's all over the place. He's like, "I've read every Nicholas Sparks novel because of this." <laughs> <laughs> it's that. It's that they kind of like how "Don't Be Afraid" really doubled down on all the grotesqueness to like try to make it more scary. It's yes, like Unkapachka. Yes. So was yes. uh, Fault in Our Stars. The we cancer, the war, the death, the this, the that. And it's like, it's not hard to write that. Which one of these things do you want to be sad about? Don't worry, we put them all in. We put them all in. <laughs> we exactly. put them all in. Exactly. And just like in horror, like it's not hard to get a jump scare. So just, if you're going to do it, do it well. Don't do yeah. it cheaply. And I say that as someone who doesn't like them, and I know a lot of people love the paranormal activities love of the world, but I don't. I hate them. <laughs> if I have to say one nice thing, which is yeah, the second what are you part of the say? question, one positive thing. Um, they make me they make me like other parts. <laughs> they, <laughs> is that when they happen, you know you're 10 minutes away from the next one at least. So you got a little reprieve. That's a good point. But there is there is that feeling of like you've touched danger and survived. It's like a live wire. <laughs> it's like a live wire. <laughs> which I, I guess is 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 something positive. But no, I will say that the 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 good ones. Patrick will say. Patrick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The good ones, like the one from It Follows, when done well, achieve their goal and stick in my memory like for eternity. Yeah, I remember okay. most of the best jump scares I've ever seen. Uh, the Babadook had had one of them mm -hmm. uh, as well, where she's just looking out through the window and you see the Babadook in like another house over and it's kind of in shadows and you're not sure what you're looking at. And it's that adjustment period where your brain takes a second to, to understand the unworldly. It's like a Lovecraftian scare mm. where it's like, this is so scary because I don't understand it. Your That's brain great. almost can't process. Yes, you yes, know, exactly. The idea. You know, one of the, one of this here, this is not, even a good movie but one of the things that scared me so much as a kid was in jeepers creepers oh okay not when he gets wings and flies around or does all this crazy not like the true elements of horror it's more back to the normal stuff kind of like last week's game a little bit where you're driving along the highway and you look over and a guy is taking bodies or you think in sheets out of a truck and then you're like what the fuck is that but yeah. it's hundreds of feet away you feel yeah. safe because it's so far away and then he turns around and looks at you and realizes you're watching when people realize you are looking, it's a very oh, scary true. idea. And then he goes, huh. And he gets in his car and you're like, holy fuck. Oh That's, my God. I didn't do anything wrong. All I yeah. did was observe, but you were there. That's great. It's because you were home. That. Because you were home. This is the stranger's corollary. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, that's it, Andrew, for the questions. Some Ugh, great questions Great there. questions. I love exploring what it is I like and dislike about horror, what makes it good, what makes it bad. Because I will say, um, kind of like spicy foods when the spice is right. Yes. Oof. Oof, it's some of the best <laughs> stuff you can you can consume. Oh, absolutely. Why do we love it? Because it hurts and it's fun and it's yeah. addictive. So there you go. Well, we love every single one of you. We can't wait to continue retrograde soon and can't wait to talk to you soon. My name's Andrew Bascom. No, Patrick Wilson. No, Andrew Bascom. <laughs> and that is the bad boy podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Howard. This is the retrograde podcast because you're home. <gasps> Game over. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Andrew, is that a devil behind you? Don't make me turn around. Oh, it was. Oh.